0: Gospel Podcast. I'm Alana, here with Alex, and today we're talking about devotional and Bible study methods.
1: We decided to do this episode because we talk a lot uh, about Scripture and the Bible on this podcast as well as at our church and any good church that would be (laughs) the case. And uh, when we discuss other issues, Uh, a wide range of issues, and we thought maybe we could take a week and just hone in on scripture itself and how to, uh, why and how to study it appropriately.
0: Yeah, I think that this will be a fun topic to discuss because it obviously influences why we're even doing this podcast in general. Uh, It influences every episode that we create is because of our LEN's Of the Bible and uh, it's so important that not only are we in the Word but also understand the Word
1: right and I I thought before we kind of get into the meat of this episode we could do just a little discussion about um, our history our personal histories with the Bible Mm -hmm. and uh, how we've encountered it, and uh, good, bad teaching, things like that. And so um, what's your earliest memory of of the Bible?
0: When I lived in Hawaii, my grandmother was my Sunday school teacher. Oh, And we would sit out on the lanai, the patio, overlooking the ocean, spoiled rotten, and she would <laughs> teach us Bible stories. Uh, and we had the little felt mats with the little sticky people. And uh, I think that, yeah, that would be my earliest memory of learning the things in the Bible. So the story of Genesis, Noah's Ark, uh, David and Goliath, stuff like that.
1: Sure. Yeah, I, I think for me, uh, I remember attending a Awana at First Baptist Church in Sandpoint, Idaho. Um, and Nate Warren, hi Nate if you're listening I'm sure you're not, (laughs) Uh, was my Awana leader there and uh, yeah just learning Um, I was very good at memorizing scripture uh, very quickly and I was equally good at forgetting it. So, yeah, in childhood, it's interesting, you know, for those of us raised within the church, there's just this uh, high level of familiarity with Scripture. And and, uh, we just mentioned two people who—your grandmother and Nate Warren—who were uh, very faithful and dedicated Mm -hmm. to Scripture. Um, But I—and we won't go down this road— being raised in the church you're also a little bit um you're exposed to a lot of bad habits Mm -hmm. and unhelpful approaches to scripture uh and so i think it's important even for people who have been christians for a long time or as they say churched uh for their entire lives to from time to time come back to the really basic questions what is scripture why do we study it And how do we study it?
0: Yeah. When do you think was the first time that you understood or were taught how to study scripture?
1: I think uh, it would have been in eighth grade. Uh, So in our first episode, I I shared my uh, testimony of how the Lord saved me uh, when I was in eighth grade in the week following September 11th. And very shortly after that, I, uh, like many young Christians, I was just reading scripture, Mm -hmm. um, spending a ton of time in the Bible. And then, uh, the, uh, the pastor of the Calvary Chapel there in Sandpoint, um, uh, responded really well when I said, Hey, Uh, I'm not a very good marketer, so I was (laughs) suggesting that I uh, lead this little thing that I wanted to call pre-youth group group. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so the youth group was, I don't know, maybe 35 kids, and there were 10 or so kids who just came to the church's building right after school, and there was just several hours where we were just hanging out, and I wanted to teach a little study for that, and um, he taught me how to uh study okay and so he taught me you know how to find uh cross references and uh how to think through carefully how to apply the scriptures um to you know teenage kids and stuff like that so that uh there in eighth grade was probably the first time uh somebody really sat me down and said here's how you uh approach a specific passage
0: yeah I think for me the first time I remember being taught how to study scripture when I was growing up I was involved in youth group and Iwana and church and uh, I was always encouraged to read scripture and I was even given uh reading plans and stuff like that. But I don't think that I was genuinely taught how to sit down and read scripture until college.
1: Okay. Um, yeah.
0: And the Lord saved me in high school. And so there were four years where uh, I was seeking the Lord and sometimes had no clue how or why <laughs> or what I was doing. Right. So I do think that it's important to at least have a basic understanding of how we should be reading scripture
1: yeah and i I think what you mentioned there is an important reminder um, that there's a whole lot to learn about how to study and how to study well mm-hmm. uh, but you are a Christian and you have the spirit of God um, residing in you and empowering you and illuminating scripture to you and so we uh, as Christians learn more we can sometimes forget that at the end of the day it it is It is a supernatural encounter, Mm -hmm. and we're uh, dependent upon the person of the Holy Spirit to reveal his word to us. Now, we do believe that um, most often he does that most effectively... As we study according to these principles, yeah, but, um, it is important to remember um, that you can't just become a bigger egghead and therefore be more spiritual. Yeah, that's, that's not how it works. Yeah. So,
0: so why should we even study scripture in the first place?
1: Right, and I th- I think that's a really important question for just about anything we do. Why Why should we do this? And. Uh, You go back in history about 500 years and there would be significant disagreement from the dominant uh, church, quote unquote, church of the day. Um, And that's what led to the Reformation. One of the main things of Mm. people having scripture in their own language, having it in their own homes, studying it for themselves and not just taking the pope or the priest's uh, word for it. And so um, this isn't something that every self-proclaimed Christian throughout history has believed in. Um, So we think that uh, it's important to study Scripture, uh, first simply because of what Scripture is. So it's God's word to us. Um, In 2 Timothy 3, we read that all Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So when you think about uh, what scripture is, especially there's there's several passages like that, uh, we should certainly desire to, uh, to take it in. And as opposed to, say, general or natural revelation, we... Uh, So, natural revelation, you look at the Cabinet Mountains here in Troy. Uh, If you're on the Oregon coast, you look at the Pacific Ocean. If you look near where you went to college at the Grand Canyon. um, There's not really anything to study, necessarily, other than go, wow. Um, So there's just the sheer jaw-dropping awe factor. Mm Special revelation, in particular, in God's Word, there's language, there's grammar, there's logic, there's a flow, there's literary structure. There's a whole bunch of stuff that that needs to be studied. Mm-hmm. And so uh, simply by nature of what Scripture is, which is literature, uh, we do need to... Uh, interact with it accordingly which involves study to understand it accurately
0: yeah i think of romans 1 16, for i'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of power of god for salvation to all who believe to the jew first and also to the greek so this uh there's this power of god revealed in his scripture for salvation for those who believe Um, And in order to understand the salvation aspect of God, we need Scripture.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think when when answering this question, why why study, um, a good place to go, I guess, would be uh, in answering the question, why study Scripture, go to Scripture to see how people in Scripture responded to Scripture. (laughs) And so uh, we have this passage, and um, I kind of have assorted verses from Nehemiah 8. I encourage everyone to read it in totality when you have a chance. But if you could read uh, what I've included here from Nehemiah 8.
0: Yeah. All the people gathered as one person at the public square, which was in front of the water gate. And they asked Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had given to Israel. Then Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly of men, women, and all who could listen with understanding. From early morning until midday, in the presence of men and women, those who could understand, and all the people were attentive to the book of the law. Then Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was standing above all the people. And when he opened it, all the people stood up. Then Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, amen amen with the raising of their hands then they kneeled down and worshiped the Lord with their faces to the ground the Levites explained the law to the people while the people remained in their place they read from the book from the law of God translating to give the sense so that they understood the reading all the people were weeping when they heard the words of the law then he said to them go eat the festival foods drink the sweet drinks and send portions to him who has nothing prepared for this day is holy to our lord do not be grieved for the joy of the lord is your refuge so the levites silenced all the people saying be still for the day is holy do not be grieved then all the people went away to eat drink to send portions and to celebrate a great feast because they understood the words which had been made known to them
1: okay thank you so we, we see that, and the two dominant uh, themes that come from that passage there in Nehemiah 8 is understanding and all the people. Mm-hmm. So uh, you read the word understanding many times, and you read the phrase all the people many times in that passage. And so what we see there is just the key place, even in, in the Old Covenant, uh, for everyone to take part and to actively seek out and to pursue and to fully engage in understanding the scriptures. And uh, it is uh, of course, there you see the place for for teaching and instruction and even translation here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's the, this uh, wholesale involvement, Uh, and participation in seeking out this understanding uh, among the entire people of God. And so it's not just for, um, you know, the Levites had a key role in explaining it, but everyone participated in seeking it out. Um, A similar passage uh, in the New Testament that, that corresponds really well to this principle Is uh, the iconic, the well known um, in churches like ours around the world, people refer all the time to Bereans. Um, So if you would read there from Acts 17.
0: The brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea, and when they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. Now these people were more noble minded than those in Thessalonica. For they received the word with great eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so.
1: right, and so what's interesting and beautiful and why everyone in churches like ours refers so affectionately to the Bereans is there's this rare combination of eagerness and examining, I guess. Mm -hmm. So... Lots of people tend to be one or the other—an uh, eager listener and learner, who you know, just they don't have uh, any discernment and they don't uh, test things out at all. They just whatever anybody says is like they lap it up. Yeah, 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 um, and they could even hear contradictory things and <laughs> um, agree enthusiastically to both. Um, or you'll get uh, what you might call discernment bloggers um, who the, the only thing they're about is to be against everything and um, look for the flaw in everyone and every church and every uh, teacher. And what we see here among the Bereans is this eagerness. They, they want to learn. They, they go to Paul because they want to learn from Paul. But they also don't necessarily just say, well, Paul said it, so I believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they receive it gladly and enthusiastically and then test it uh, for themselves, knowing that they have the Spirit of God. Uh, to, to, it, they, they run it through that grid um, to check it out, so to speak.
0: Yeah, uh, a few more just general things that I'm thinking of why Scripture is so important and we see it in all of these passages is that the Word of God truly changes people. It is what clearly communicates the gospel. It's what helps us combat sin. It w- It's what causes spiritual growth. It what It is what identifies uh, our need for sanctification. It's how we... Uh, stay away from false teaching. It's how we uh, figure out how we're going to live our life day by day. And so it's so important, as we saw, to hear the word and to uh, make sure that we have a lens in which we're studying the word so that we're not just taking it, whatever somebody says, in and saying, This is truth. <laughs>
1: right. Yep. And uh, both. Hebrews and James speak to that mm-hmm. uh, Hebrews the word of the Lord is living and active mm-hmm. uh, Able to defy divide down to the very core of who you are um, and then James <laughs> that, that uh, Memorable image of the the man who looks in the mirror and immediately forgets, forgets what he looks like and so There's that uh, a saying I learned in Bible college was the goal is less to master the text and more to be mastered by the text. Mm. And, of course, in order to be mastered by the text, you have to, to understand at a deep level what it means. But it's not so that you can um, you know, run around with a Ph.D. in the Bible or whatever. It's so that the Scripture's teaching has had its intended effect in your heart, mind, and actions.
0: Yeah, so with that being the premise of why we should study, um, we can get into a little bit of hermeneutics or Bible study methods.
1: <laughs> right, so uh, when, when we think through hermeneutics, when we think through studying scripture, it's really important to uh, have a humble... Starting point, and and what I mean by that is, uh, as much as possible, you uh, approach a passage of scripture fresh, a- and you, uh, you know, the m- most car accidents happen within just a couple of miles where uh, from where you live, and it's because you tend to get careless where you're most familiar. Familiar um, the breeds contempt, and so. Uh, when you when you approach a a new passage of scripture or a very 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 familiar passage of scripture, uh, take just a few moments and and just ask the key questions again, um, and it's you're being a reporter essentially: who, what, when, where, why, and how. And you go and through, huh? And huh? <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite one. Um, <clears throat> so t- to to uh, investigate rather than assume even the very familiar passages because I, yeah. um, as, a, um, as a preacher I still sometimes uh, come to a passage that I feel like I know like the back of my hand and I'm, I'm preparing the sermon and I go, oh, there, <laughs> there's an aspect of this that I hadn't accounted for or the who is a, you know, a slightly different who than I thought it was yeah. and things like that.
0: Yeah, so I think that it's important as you sit down and open up Scripture, well, first, to start off in prayer. Um, I think that anytime you're about to study the Word of God, even if it's, Lord help, uh, it's so important to acknowledge that what you're doing is reading the holy, infallible truth, Of the Lord given to us. And it's always important to remember that uh, deserved reverence as you sit down to study the word. Um, And then, as you open it up, I think that there's a few things that always need to be prepared. So you need to read carefully, repeatedly, patiently, prayerfully, inquisitively, and purposefully.
1: That's a lot of Lees. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, Father's Day was this last weekend Oh boy I can make a dad joke if there I There
0: you want. go
1: uh, By the way, a lot of this um, Has... Uh, we uh, have used the the book uh, Living by the Book uh, Is where a lot mm-hmm. of those Lees come from <laughs> And I think just in general uh with each passing generation since really the industrial revolution, the ability to read in these ways has decreased mm-hmm. uh, be- because everything's so quick and we're we're used to you know the the Netflix. Uh, Program that just immediately starts the next one and you you have about five seconds to think about the previous episode. And then you're right into the next thing or the uh, automatic scrolling social media stories that just go one to the next, to the next, to the next. So I encourage people as much as they possibly can when you're studying scripture to get away from every form of electronic device possible. Um, and I would even push back. I, um, I some friends of mine in Port- Portland affectionately called me a Luddite, uh, someone who's just absolutely opposed to all technology. Um, but I, I do think that uh, using a paper Bible... Mm -hmm. Um, as opposed to an electronic bible and just having a set Mm apartness to your study time where your devices are turned off or silent um, preferably not in the room and it's just you and your word and you you allow it to speak on its own terms Mm -hmm. and time frame
0: yeah and i think that that goes hand in hand with Every time that you come to the Word, not assuming what the passage already says, just starting fresh with what's in front of you, even if it's using your paperback Bible just for the first time that you're reading it through with no distractions, just taking time to read the words on the page.
1: Right. Yep. And, and even in sermon preparation, obviously, I, there's all sorts of wonderful tools that are uh, web-based or software that I, I mean I do use. Uh, Every single week. But what you just described is is true. And I I do try to do that every week of just the first few times ruminating on a passage. I just sit there with with my Bible, my my old school faux leather bound (laughs) Bible. And uh, it just it allows the simplicity of only scripture to soak in a little bit before I uh, bring in all the other noise.
0: Yeah, so in order to study or even, yeah, get into what the passage means, you have to know what the passage says. And I think that's the goal of what you were explaining.
1: Yep. So when you read all those lees, carefully, repeatedly, patiently, (laughs) prayerfully, inquisitively, purposefully, what of those do you find to be most challenging or, uh, like, I guess contrary to just your personality or what comes naturally to you
0: probably patiently and repeatedly Uh, because I love studying I read a passage of scripture and then I just go start studying on it and I don't just like sit and like ruminate with what I'm reading and just sit and read it repeatedly and just hear it for what it is before I go listen to commentary or read Sure. commentary or anything like that. What about you?
1: Oh boy. Uh, probably de- depending on the week. So um, prayer just in, in my entire Christian life is just a weak point. Um, so mm-hmm. it's something that I really have to focus on doing and uh, my family right now is is in the middle of a pretty busy time in life and I, I just noticed like when things are pretty chill and uh, comfortable I do pretty good in prayer mm-hmm. um, but when, when things get busy uh, to my shame uh, one of the first things to go is that part of um, studying scripture as well as uh, really devoted, set apart times—you um, know, praying through our uh, church roster or directory or however you want to put it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that that would probably be the part that um, that I lack the most, and that that does reveal that I, deep down, even though I know better, I there's a part of me that believes that I can just study hard enough mm. to get the passage. And I'm discounting what I said earlier, which is the, the supernatural. Yeah. Um, we need the Spirit of God to to do the work for it to actually affect anything.
0: Yeah. Um, so as you sit down with Scripture and you have lead it all up, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you then have this opportunity to dive deeper and try to understand, unpack what you just red.